Welcome back to another episode of Kindred Conversations. I'm Brittany Fry. And I'm Paris Tews. Britt, want to start with what you're grateful for? Yes. Um, I am. <laughs> I have like so many things swirling about in my head. I should have like really nailed it down before I started. But um, I am grateful for this time of year. I feel like there are a lot of hard things about it, but I. Um, this may be one of the first winters that I feel like I'm truly, truly leaning into winter and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful to slow down. I'm grateful every night. Well, most nights as we are making dinner and about to set the table, Johnny says to the boys, do you guys want to make the house cozy? And they go around turning off some of the lamps and all of the lights. So we just have like some lamps on and it's just like a really cozy glow and they'll get in their jammies. And sometimes we light candles on the table and it just is so nice and it's warm. I mean, it feels, you know, we've got the heater going, it feels cozy. We've got the warm glow in the house and we're eating dinner at the table. And anyway, I just feel like in so many ways we are really leaning into this winter season and um definitely in the in the past like i <laughs> i've hated winter um and i've hated having to slow down and there are things about it that are so difficult when you are wanting to go 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 and you know really accomplish and get things done but i feel like i'm just leaning into the slowness and the coziness of the season knowing that spring will come and summer will come and then we can go 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 and anyway i'm just grateful for it good for you guys i have been enjoying winter more this season too i feel like partially for me that has been because we've had a really nice winter so far it's been pretty yeah. warm and now that like as we're recording this there is a blizzard outside and it's so fun you know we blessed um cecilia it's tradition in our church we to bless the babies and on her blessing day it was such a snowy day and i just thought it was so lovely i kept thinking like what a special day for a blessing it's so white and beautiful and lovely and i think it's been extra fun for me because it's been a little bit delayed it's maybe appreciate it more now that it's come Oh, totally. And I think too, just like having a fresh baby in the winter, just, yeah. I don't know. It's sweet. It's cozy. It is. Okay. I am feeling grateful today. I There was just a really sweet moment that I observed. My oldest is almost five and my second is almost two. And he was devastated because I accidentally got him chicken instead of steak on his noodle bowl. And it was <laughs> really, uh, really sad. <laughs> and, and I felt bad. Like, he, I knew he wanted steak, and I don't know if they messed it up or how. But anyways, he ended up with steak, with chicken, and he was really, really sad about it, you know, as four-year-olds can be. And it was really so sweet because I watched my little Lola, my little almost two-year-old, just go up to him and she was rubbing his back and trying to kiss him and just giving him like so much physical comfort. And it was so sweet to watch for a few reasons. First of all, it's fun to watch my baby girl grow, grow up a little bit and take on the role of comforter for her big brother. That was so sweet. And it also just felt like a sweet testament to me of 
you know, this is how we treat each other in our family. When someone's sad, like, or when you're sad, Lola, like, this is how you're used to being comforted. And it was, it was just sweet. It made me proud of our family culture of just how we treat each other. And it's so sweet to watch that manifest in my little girl. So that's what oh, I Oh, that is sweet. For. There's nothing better as a parent than when your child says something so profound or just, um, I don't know, that makes them seem so mature and you realize in that moment, oh my gosh, I did something right. Like they got yeah. this from me. You know, you're always kicking totally. yourself for all the, you know, like <laughs> I have a friend who always jokes. I don't know if it was like a meme that she saw or something, but it said like, how come you can tell your child to say please and thank you like 575 times and they <laughs> still will never get it but like you can say and then it's just like the most absurd like run on swear word <laughs> uh <laughs> one time and they repeat it perfectly <laughs> and and i think sometimes parenting feels that way where you just think like oh you do like one little thing and you're like dang it like please don't hold on to that. You know, like I just want to erase it. And anyway, in those moments like that, where you see your little Lola, like rubbing their back and you're like, they caught on like they're, you know, I did this, like I did something good and they saw it and they have internalized it. It's just the best, best. It was really sweet and totally a pay, pay off moment for me. Yes, for sure. I love that. Okay, so for today's episode, we are going to be talking about our 2024 ins and outs. You've probably seen this on Instagram. I think it's a fun trend and it was fun to reflect on as well. Just what is in for us this year and what is out. Britt, do you want to start with one of your ins? Okay, I, I we're just going to share three. I'll start with my ins and then... I'll have you do your ins and then we can do outs. Okay. Um, okay. Ins. My number one, calling or texting someone when you're thinking about them and sending your nice thoughts rather than keeping them to yourself. I, this is in for me. I have been working on this and I thought like, this is the year. I think something nice, I'm sending it. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been in the, it's been in progress, I feel like. But um, I feel like two things. One, I'm in a place I feel like personally where I am confident and comfortable in my relationships. And I think that that's where this in is reflected is just rather than second guessing myself or thinking like, Oh, that's a weird thing to send. I'm like, no, I'm sending it. Like everyone needs a compliment, you know? (laughs) And then two, I, um, I feel like I have done a major phone detox in the last month or so. And so, um, I don't know. I feel like along with that, I just want to use my phone in a smarter way. So anyway, that's part of it. It's just, um, freeing up some of the unintentional phone usage or, um, even unwanted phone usage. And then that also frees up time for me to be able to like send a quick text message because I am no longer using that to like scroll or whatever. So yeah, that's my number one. Number two, I put indulging in my kids in two ways. So first way is me like indulging in them, just loving them so freely. I put laying with them until they go to sleep just because I want to, not because I have to, 
not doing anything. I think I, in a lot of ways, refrain from doing things because I never want to set that precedent. But um, I just have realized, like, this is my time to, and I think my boys are at ages, they're three and four, or, wow, three and just turned five. And they are finally at ages where I'm like, no, no, don't grow up. Like, I love this. And that is reflected in this in for the year where I just sometimes I'm like, no, I want to go lay in bed with you and squeeze and kiss your cheeks and hear you say the cutest things because I want to. And this isn't a precedent. Like, I'm not going to do this every night. And that's okay, too. You know, like just feeling like I can do this. Anyway, so that's one way. But then on the other hand, like indulging them in their desires as well. So for example, I put, um, oh, the twos were over. We had them over for dinner a couple weeks ago. And like after dinner, we had literally just eaten. And I don't know if it was Brooks or Wells, but they were like, I want cereal. And we're like, okay, sure. And I feel like I've been so controlling in a lot of ways um, of just what I'm supposed to do as a parent, what's healthy, what's smart, what's, you know, what's building creativity or a good work ethic or whatever in my children. And I'm at a place again, out of confidence where I feel like I can indulge you in your desires every once in a while. And again, that doesn't mean I'm setting a precedent. That doesn't mean it's going to be this way every time, but like you want to eat cake at lunch today. Like, yeah, we can have cake at noon today. Like I'm okay with that, you know? And just being able to indulge some of their desires and be able to just say yes because they want it because I want it. And anyway, that has been that has been fun and I feel like I am looking forward to having a year of indulgence in parenthood. <laughs> it's so it's so cute and fun and I I was a little bit surprised but like loved that you put this. It's just <laughs> something like that I wouldn't have thought of, but it's so cute and fun. And also I think it's important to note too, like you're not saying yes because you just don't want to say no. You're oh, saying 100%. yes because you want you want to let them experience that. You want them to get to have like these you want them to be able to act on their own desires and that's really just that's fun. I love that. They're like letting them have their childhood without micromanaging it. And I really love yes. that. And that's a, that was a perfect way of putting it is like saying yes for the sake of saying yes. Like not yes. saying yes for any other reason. Uh, and I think that, I mean, it had to have come with time because I don't think that that's something that you can just like do from day one as a parent. I think that's something you have to learn. And I finally feel like I'm in a place where I'm like, I can say yes because I want to say yes, you know, and yeah. that feels really good. And it's an, it's an indulgence when you are snuggling with them until they fall asleep just because you treasure them rather than because it's the only way they'll fall asleep. And totally. You have to. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It makes it an indulgence. Totally. Yeah. Which is so fun. And it makes yeah. me think of like, what are the ways that I can do that in a way that just feels, yeah. And I, I wouldn't say that's something that I do a lot, but when I do it, it feels so fun. Like even this totally. is totally uh this isn't really this isn't really in the same category, but it's reminding me of this. Um we got Miles and Lola a little indoor swing for our house for Christmas and we just hung it the other day and I was like Miles I'm hanging this I'm hanging the swing for you right now like you've been so patient we're hanging the swing 
And he just told me like a hundred times, mom, thank you so much for this swing. This is so <laughs> fun. Thank you so much. And it was just fun. Like, I just got to be the fun parent, you know, for totally, a minute. Totally. Fun and sweet. And more of that in 2024. <laughs> for sure. Yes. More like birthday energy. Just, just, yeah, yeah why not? Let's do it. Okay. And then my last one. <laughs> I'm rereading. I like forgot what I had put and I'm rereading them and I'm laughing at it. I put normalizing 30 as young. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I have had such an identity crisis coming on to my third. Like the day I turned 29 started an identity crisis for me. So um, <laughs> if you feel similarly, please reach out. <laughs> but um, I just... I was jokingly put this, but then on the more serious side, I put this is in this year. Rather than panicking over turning 30 and having this identity crisis, um, and not even really in age specifically, but just in general, I think becoming a parent uh, really makes you realize like, oh, hey, my parents were individuals when they raised me. Like, they weren't just mom and dad forever and ever, you know? <laughs> and yeah. I just want to normalize learning like ongoing learning and growth and progression like i very much feel when people say things like i've learned more from my kids and they've learned from me i'm in a place now where i'm like oh i get that you know like yeah <laughs> i've learned way more from my kids than they've learned from me at this point and so um anyway i just feel like thinking about age and youth and whatnot coming into turning 30 i um have realized like wow, we, this is just the beginning, you know, like this is, I, my opinion is constantly changing. My likes and dislikes are changing. My hobbies are changing. My talents are changing. My, just my opinions are changing and I am learning every day. And that is what makes you young. Like that is what that mindset, I think it's just like a youth, a growth, a youth mindset, right? Like that is what keeps you young. So anyway, that is, that's in this year. I love that so much. And my parents are honestly the best examples of that. I'm so grateful for that because that's something that I, that feels so normal to me. And I love that they've set that precedent, you know, love that you're turning 30 this year. That's a, such a big, fun milestone. And yeah, 30 young. I'm right there with you on that. So I'll, I'll put that in for you. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, okay. How about you? My in Number one is listening to my needs and wants and my families and not just pushing through for the sake of goals or tradition. Um, I have a couple recent examples. You know, it hit January 1st this year and I, I didn't really want to set any goals. I, my life just got turned upside down with a newborn and I'm figuring things out and it didn't really feel like an appropriate time to set a fitness goal or even even like a, a goal I needed to be really consistent in. I just am in such a phase of transition and I'm really okay with that. And I'll reevaluate and I'll set goals at a later point. But it was a reminder to me this year, I'm not doing things because I'm supposed to do them. And another recent example this has just been at the front of mind lately we one of our very favorite traditions of the whole year is we do a fondue party on new year's eve and we've been doing this in my family for like 20 years it's always so fun and so special and pierce and i have continued it on since we've been married 
in our own family. And this year we didn't do it. We were in Michigan for my father-in-law's funeral and it had been, it had been about six weeks between his passing and the funeral. Otherwise it, it wouldn't have been on the table, but we were considering like we were going to get home on the 31st at like early in the morning. We were trying to think, do we do our fondue party? Do we do it just like really small and we'll do a fondue dinner that night or we'll do it later in the week or we'll do, but we're like, what are we going to do our fondue dinner that is so special to us? And you know, I was like, we're not doing one this year. I love doing it. It's so fun. And it's just, we have a lot going on right now. Like we're not going to force this. And so this is my year of not forcing things that aren't right for our family. Even if that means pausing traditions or not setting goals for a minute. So that's my number one. Okay. I I'm encouraging that for you as well. (laughs) I think at some point, I mean, (laughs) at some point in life, like everyone has to reach that point. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I think I think up until you reach a point of like, wait, I actually have to honor like my mind and body and my family and my environment, whatever. I think up until that point, like you were just being humbled. <laughs> like totally. constantly reminded, like, wait, wait, like actually no, you cannot, you know, like you cannot push yourself yeah. to burn out like at every single, you know, whim. Yeah. So no, I'm encouraging that for you, especially with all the little kids. So my second one is sort of in the same vein. You can tell where my mind is, but this is the year of simplified everything. Like this year we are focusing <laughs> on the basics. I'm focusing on what's important to me. My sister and I were joking. We were joking. We were planning a dinner. We were throwing together. She's like, this is my year of being like artistic and creative. And I was like, well, this is my year of doing the bare minimum. So I'm getting a cake from Trader Joe's and putting (laughs) some berries on it. Like, I was joking, but also kind of not like I'm just, this is not my year of trying new recipes and experimenting in these different ways. It is my year of, okay, what is most important to me? Making sure I get that in. And there's just not room for a whole lot else. And I'm so conscientious of the fact that I never want to, you know, just be like, oh, well, this is it. I'm a mom now. All I can be is a mom and, you know, can't have any other hobbies or goals or anything like that. I never want to let myself feel that way. But I also think there's so something to be said for, you know what, this is a really intense season right now. And I want to be able to, I want to be able to be, I want to be able to live it. And be able to be present for it and enjoy it. And I think a lot of that will come from simplifying and just cutting back on all the things that aren't necessary or bringing me a lot of joy. And I'll always make things room for the things that are bringing me a lot of joy. And, you know, I will still try and take care of myself and try and take care of my body, but it will look different in this season, just so pared down on everything like this is my year of freezer meals and walks over gym workouts and you know keeping my house clean but not immaculate like that is just what where I'm at right now and I it's in it's in for 2024 I honestly think it it. is in because can I just (laughs) say (laughs) 
Not We're only for you, not only for you, but just in general. Okay, I really do think you know how they say that. I mean, I'm I'm sure this is well. We always talk about the ebb and flow of life, and I think that is a universal principle in every factor. So, yeah. right, like you've heard it in terms of um, presidents of the U.S., like presidents of the United States. They there's like all these. Um, I don't know, like I don't graphs isn't the right word, but Anyway, there's all these charts that will show you how each president that follows the last is a polar opposite in one way or another. And they just say, like, that's very natural and normal for for the country to, like, swing one direction and then be like, oh, we're going to, like, overcorrect in the other way and then overcorrect. It. Like, anyway. Yeah. So I was thinking about and I've been thinking about that uh, lately. I just feel like COVID did something really interesting to the world and to society at large, where we all of a sudden were so, um, everything was quiet and calm and simple. And then I think we overcorrected where everything was it, like perfectionism was just being screamed at us <laughs> from every angle. And it was really interesting. I feel like all of those accounts of, um, <laughs> like, like those, do you ever scroll through your TikTok and you come there, there's now like parodies of them, but they, these were for real where, um, you'll like scroll through your TikTok and there is like this like motherhood account, let's say who they're like homesteading and they're, um, homeschooling and they also are like i don't know their kids are like on all these different teams and they're like the very best athletes and the mother also can like you know is so fit and strong and she could also like she ran a marathon last weekend and then she's like telling you how she food prep or how she meal preps for the <laughs> week and like that day she happened to make like a hundred different homemade items and wrote them for next Could year and like it's like it's just like you're like wait this literally isn't real anyway i like have found, yeah. i've actually like come across so many parody accounts of this now <laughs> that like you can't quite tell you're like is this for real like it seems a little okay. extreme and then as you like this are scrolling through the comments algorithm. you're like okay wait this is a joke <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway Needless to say, I feel like COVID made us simplify. And then we totally overcorrected and we were trying to do all the things. Like we were trying to do the things that our great grandparents were doing on top of the things that you should be doing in 2022. You know, like it was just yeah. too much. And I do feel like we are now going to be swinging back where there's this, there's this, um, I don't know, like reckoning maybe isn't the correct word but just i think a correction and in the best way where i feel like okay we may be overreached like we were doing a little too much you know we were watercoloring yeah. our sourdough while also <laughs> <laughs> birthing children and like it's just too much okay you know and also like being entrepreneurs and like it's just like dot 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 you know fill in the blank like with 500 things so anyway, my take on this was it is in. <laughs> it is the, in. The simplifying you lead into it, it. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. And then my third one in this year is getting help. Just letting friends help, hiring help, sourcing things out, 
And honestly, I feel like that even kind of goes with simplifying. We're very <laughs> on theme. Okay. Uh, can you tell I'm a little bit overwhelmed? <laughs> but yeah, just getting getting help, being okay, not doing it all. Yeah. Okay, outs. Outs for the year. Um, all right. My number one was controlling everything my kids do. So I will share a little side note to this. This is personality specific. I think it applies. I think it applies in some varying level to everyone. Nobody likes to be micromanaged, but I will say specifically that this um, very much applies to one of my children who really has a hard time being micromanaged. He needs to feel like he is making the decisions in his life and like he has some control over them. So this has resulted in him being very sneaky and he likes to be sneaky. <laughs> and for a long time, Johnny and I were trying to figure this out. Like, okay, what do we do? Like, is this, you know, like why, why is he like going through my pantry at five in the morning to find chocolate chips? Like, what the heck? I feel like I let him have sugar. Like why, you know, or like, he's not hungry. Like, what the heck? What am I doing? And I guess I have just learned that feeling controlled in any area can bleed into other areas of their, like bleed into them um, trying to take back that control in other areas of their life. So this has become in for this year is, or I mean, out for this year where I'm like, okay, I'm done controlling everything my kids do. And in fact, we've set it up. We've set up a couple systems in a way that allow my kids to have a little bit more freedom that they are happy with and they understand their expectations around it. And also it allows me to let go. So Paris came over and saw some of these the other day. For example, one of them, okay, let's go to the chocolate chip example. I literally every morning, like it did not matter. And I like to bake. So, you know, we're going to have chocolate chips on hand. <laughs> anyway, every single morning, it was like scavenging in my pantry at the crack of dawn before anyone's woke up, woken up. And I would go down to their, the boy's bedroom and find the most random stuff in there all over the floor. Anyway, and I just didn't know how to solve this problem. We kept talking about it and I was trying to like, anyway, I was trying to set up expectations, but also like not be super, I don't know, like not overreact. Right. Anyway, what we did is we made a little paper that said, these are the foods that you can have in the morning. And we're going to tell you where they, like, these are specific kid snacks. We're going to use the word snack because kids think that's fun. Anyway, but basically <laughs> it's like, it's like carrots and ranch and banana and peanut butter and applesauce and things that we have on hand anyway. But yeah. we just put them and then I made like a little homemade trail mix. And we just put them in places that my kids could access whenever they wanted. And we had a conversation around it. So even though they could already climb onto the counter and grab themselves a banana, now it was like, these are special for you. And like, you, you do this whenever you want. Here's your little paper. You look at this and you pick anything on there and you can get it for yourself whenever you're hungry in the middle of the night. If you want, you can go grab that. Anyway, we applied that system to a few areas of our day and it has been so positive. It has been so positive for everybody in my house. It's had such a great response since we did that. We have not had any sneaking 
And um, anyway, yeah, I just, I'm really happy with it. So out controlling everything my kids do. I realized that I was maybe overreaching a bit. Okay, number two, scrolling. Um, I put scrolling, but I think what I really meant was just taking stock in social media. I, that is out. I'm done. I'm done with it. I care literally 0% (laughs) where I, for example, you know what? Let's say no parody account. Let's say genuinely (laughs) there is a mother on there who is doing all the, all these wonderful things. I'm done. I'm like done feeling like on any level, something that I see on my screen should be reflected in my own real tangible life. Social media is one thing and real life is another. And I just feel like I've known that and I've been trying to kind of figure out a balance of, um, yeah, of like, wanting to be relevant and participate in social media and also disliking it and not knowing how to set those boundaries. And I feel like I'm finally at a place where I've accepted that isn't real life and that's okay. You know, like it can be fun and it can be not real life. And I can take, I can literally care about it 0%. And anyway, that's so taking stock in social media out, out this year. And lastly is not doing something out is not doing something because someone else is better at it. And I feel like I've done this for a long time where I'll think like, oh, Paris is such a fabulous photographer. Like, I don't know how to even take a picture. Why would I try? Or um, this person is so stylish and they're so good at putting these outfits together. And I have been, I like have a wardrobe from five years ago because I've been pregnant or nursing for the last five years. That's not my thing. And I'm now like, no, like this kind of goes in line with the having more of a youthful mindset. But I'm just realizing like, we are all figuring this out, right? Like we are all continually growing and learning and we shouldn't like being a student of something is so wonderful and so valuable. And I never want to feel like I'm canceling, like nobody ever starts anything being good at it. So I just want to be able to feel like the world is my oyster. And if I want to try something, I should try it. And um, I can appreciate that someone else is better at it because someone else is always going to be better at it, even if it's something I think I'm good at. And that's okay. So anyway, I just, I feel like, um, yeah, I'm going to say that is out for the year, not doing something because someone else is better at it. I love that. And I also think it's important to note that, you know, not being good at something doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it. You know, you can do something just because it's fun or just because you're interested in it, but not, and you don't have to be good at it to get that pleasure out of it. So I think, I think that's a great, that's a great out. All right. Mine, my number one is thoughtless spending. This is the year where we are being intentional with our purchases. We are, you know, I'm being intentional in my hosting, in how I consume. Big one for me, out thoughtless spending. Second, mom guilt. You know, we are just all trying our best. And, you know, I think it's so easy to extend that grace to other mothers, but this is the year of giving it to ourselves as well. There's just no reason any of us should be guilty. We're all doing the best that we can. And there's no way to do it perfectly. We're going to make mistakes and we're not going to feel guilty about it. We're just going to try to be a little better. And then 
my third out is this sounds like so drastic and I don't mean it that way. This is just for me. <laughs> but out this year is traveling. Like it's just not something that sounds so fun to me this year. There are so many things that are so fun with my family right now and traveling long distances. I feel like that has always been like a part of Pierce and I is we love to see the world and explore and like adventure. And that just doesn't sound that fun to me right now. And so this is not, it's out this year. It'll come back. You know, this is our year of road trips and finding joy in a little bit more simplicity. And that's not to say that we can't. It's just that it's not something that has a big pull on me right now. It's feeling like that was that was past Paris and future Paris. That's not present Paris. <laughs> and I'm making peace with that. So those are my outs. Okay, there's definitely a theme there. <laughs> but I'm loving it. I'm liking the theme. <laughs> totally. My theme is I I'm a little bit overwhelmed and we're we're okay with it. That's my theme of 2020. I love it. Okay, but you said something. Oh, the mom guilt. I did I did want to comment on that. I was thinking how you said like it's so easy to extend to other moms. And it's true. It is. Like I think, like I said, parenting and for some reason it just puts you in a I don't know if I said now I'm now I'm like we've been recording for a little while now and I'm like, did I say this in this episode or was it a different one? I don't know for <laughs> sure. But um I was just saying how like being a parent or gaining life experience makes puts you in a position where you're like, I literally could not judge another parent. Like, oh yeah, you know, you're just like, no, I get it. I get it. We're doing our best. Like we're all trying. Anyway, it's so easy to um, feel that way about other people. But I was thinking specifically, like if you are having a hard time getting over that mom guilt, I even think about um, just switching the conversation in your head as if you were talking to a friend of yours. Because I think like if a friend of mine came to me with some of the things I feel mom guilt over, you know, quote unquote mom guilt over, um, I would be so encouraging of them, you know, and and uh, afford them like every credit in the world, you know, just like you're doing your best. Like you're such a fabulous mom. And I just think it can be so difficult for us to say those things to ourselves. But if we were to just like flip that conversation in our head and think about what we might say to somebody else, all of a sudden it it makes you realize how um, harsh we like harsh of a critic we can be of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. loved loved that loved that thought. Loved the theme. Honestly, I actually we've we've talked about how we like don't typically love to set goals in january and this ins and outs was honestly wonderful it was such a great yeah. way to move forward intentionally in 2024 where i'm like okay this is the feeling like we're building yeah. something here this is the feeling i've got right now you know yeah once we got this like, has felt more appropriate than setting measurable goals totally totally once we've got maybe a few months under our belt i'm like okay we can move forward from there but like yeah i'm liking this me too me too and i'm excited to share on instagram i'm excited to see what everyone else's ins and outs are for the year Ooh, me too so thank you so much for joining us we are so looking forward to chatting with you more about this we're excited about this year of kindred conversations if you enjoyed this episode it always means the world to us if you share it with a friend or rate and review on either apple podcasts or spotify and we'll be with you next week